Welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Hello, and welcome, wonderful you, to the first premiere episode of Pragmatic Psychology. My name is Susanna Mittermeier and I'm thrilled for this podcast. Honestly, I've been asked to do this podcast for a very long time and I've been refusing it. You know, I have a lot of things going on in my life. I travel around the world doing workshops and I am on creation nonstop basically. So I was a bit hesitant to do another uh, project and then, you know, this life form, this podcast has been on me and uh, speaking to me for such a long time and people have been asking. So I just like asked, okay, so if I do this podcast, what future will that create? If I don't do the podcast, what future will that create? And gosh, it felt so light and ease-filled to do it. So here we are for the first episode. Welcome to the crazy world of pragmatic psychology, where, you know, we talk about doing what works. Pragmatic basically means doing what works in your life and doing what works makes your life easier. And um, I started already with one tool, you know, I, I like just, you know, giving people tools to make their lives easier. So this this show is for you to find out what's truly possible for you, for you, for your life, for your future, and to be pragmatic, to do what works, and to get tools and perspectives that make things easier for you. Because, you know, we're not here to suffer. Let's face it, we're here to have fun. You know, years ago, I actually very many years ago, I was uh, at one of those you know, crossroads in my life where things were not easy. I was basically not happy with my life. And I went to a person who can see the future, a psychic, that's the word. Now, I, I lost the word for a second. And, and she said, you know, I asked her, okay, so what should I choose? What do you see? And she said, you know what, you have such a capacity to be happy what if you're here and what if your life purpose is to be happy? And I was so angry at her because I went like, what? Happy? That's preposterous. No. Happy? No, that's not, you know, that's not serious enough. That's not profound enough. No, I am here to change the world. You know, it has to be something with a, you know, more serious purpose. And so I was, I was really angry and I, I didn't want to listen to her. And years later, when I, you know, started the journey to, to more of me and to find out what's really possible and to find out what, what it really takes to change the world, I realized, wow, she was really correct in that being happy and being joyful is what is changing the world. Have you ever considered that? Wow, I mean, if you run around unhappy like many people in this world, you might notice that you're adding to what everybody else does. If you are as, you know, um, heavy in your view of the world as other people, you're adding to what's already here. 
So what could you choose and what lightness and ease and joy could you choose that creates something different in our world? What if you're willing to be the only person in your family, in your friend group, in your, you know, with around your colleagues? What if you're the only person who goes for happiness? What would you choose? What would you change? You know, it's like being this odd person out that chooses something that other people don't choose. Have you ever considered what an impact you have on the world by choosing something different? What if you start acknowledging that? And what if you start choosing that and being that? And what if you recognize that you, with that choice of being happy, are actually truly changing the world? <laughs> so welcome to, you know, a different perspective on the world and to finding out how you, with your difference and with you being the odd person out, are a gift to the world. So I'm going to just let you know a little bit about me. Um, maybe you've noticed I have a bit of an accent. Um, I am European. I am Viennese from Austria. I grew up in Austria and uh, studied in Sweden, in Scandinavia, and um, I am a psychologist. <laughs> and I worked in psychiatry with people with very many different diagnoses. And uh, my job was always to, um, to do psychotherapy, to do neuropsychological testings, and uh, to, you know, find out what's, what people, what's going on with people, and then what can we do to change it. And um, I was, um, you know, basically working as as I was taught to, to do in, in, at university. And for me, I always had this sense that ah, something else is possible because the perspective that was handed to me from uh, my colleagues and the people from my education was always to look for what's wrong, to look for why things are wrong, to understand it, and then for a solution. And for me, I always knew there must be something different possible. And when I sat with um, the so-called patients at the psych ward, um, I had a really hard time seeing the problem. I had a really hard time seeing what's wrong. All I could see was a person who functions different, who sees the world different, who has a different perception, and who has not been acknowledged for how different they are and who has not gotten the tools and the perspectives to use their difference to create a life and a future that works for them. So I asked, what else is possible here? And um, what, um, what other perspectives are available here that would bring something different to the world where people who are different are being acknowledged for their difference and not made wrong and where so-called diagnoses are an acknowledgement of how people are functioning different and where those differences can be used as a resource 
as a treasure box that can be used and utilized to create a life that works. You know, like all the ways that you are different, all the ways you are, you think you're wrong are actually your strong. Every wrongness is a strongness that is waiting to be discovered, that is waiting to be used as a tool, as a resource to create a life that works for you. So we live in a world where being the same and functioning like other people and fitting in is a is a valuable product. And that's a bit of a challenge for people, or not a bit of a challenge, that's actually a big challenge for people who function different. And um, my invitation is, don't worry about being different. Don't ever worry about fitting in or being normal. Be as different as you are and be grateful for it. Um, I've seen, seen this over and over again in, in my work with, with uh, so-called patients and clients that, you know, the way that they view the world or a situation is so valuable. Like we can learn so much from each other and be inspired. And if we would do that, my take is we would have a different world. We would be able to create a different future. So this is my invitation for our times together on this show. And um, I'm a bit new to podcasts, so maybe we will create possibilities for you to send in questions or send in uh, topics that you are interested in. And uh, I am curious about what's possible with this format. Um, so far, I've used my voice in the world by writing books. Um, I've so far, up until this point, written three books. One of them is Pragmatic Psychology, Practical Tools for Being Crazy Happy. That's my first book that I wrote a couple of years ago. And it's, um, it's about um, exactly what I just talked about. How amazing are you with your difference? And how exactly can you use it in your daily life? And it's something that people all over the world use. I have been so surprised about the creation of this book. I remember years ago when I wrote it, I actually didn't plan on writing a book. I was just writing notes for myself because I, you know, I wanted to check out this different perspective of creating change in the world. And I tried the tools that I'm using and, and I've been writing them down while I was, you know, working and, and inspirations actually just for me. And then a friend asked, are you writing a book? And I'm like, am I writing a book? Oh, maybe this, these pages are a book. And so um, that's how the first book was created. And, um, and I was a bit, I was not a bit, I was actually very nervous when uh, that was published because I remember, I remember the, the, um, what's it called? The correction reader. That's not the proper English word. The, um, Proofreader, that's the word. Uh, the proofreader, she um, <laughs> she didn't give me any feedback. So I'm like, oh gosh, that must be a really, really bad book. But somehow I just knew I had to get this out in the world, even if people throw tomatoes at me, even if they're like, oh my God, you're the worst person in the world. I just knew I had to get that book out there. You know, when you have this urge of you just know even if it doesn't make sense, but you just know and then you follow your knowing and everything just becomes greater than you think. Um, that's what I did with that book. Um, despite what 
it looked like, even if it looked like a really bad idea, because what I write in that book is very different. It's very controversial, and it's not at all something that I've been taught in the education. Um, it's very, very crazy, but it works, you know, and that's for me being pragmatic, doing what works. And so I was really nervous getting this out there, and I thought, oh my God, that's the, maybe that's the worst thing. But to my surprise, people were like, oh my God, thank you so much. You're exactly saying what I always knew that no one has ever said. And, um, and you know, like my hairdresser, she has it in her salon and she, she's like, every time I'm so fed up with people, I just read a couple of pages and I'm me again. And uh, so, so many people for years now are totally happy and grateful for that book. So I'm saying this because it's an inspiration hope this is an inspiration for you <laughs> where where you can um, maybe follow what you know and trust what you know despite what other people say despite what you think is right or wrong or good or bad where you just you know get out what you know voice what you know and trust that what you are eager to get out in the world is a gift to the world whether anybody gets it or not you know, you have to be willing to be the leader of your life and follow what you know and trust what you know. And we're going to explore that more in these podcasts and also with some tools and perspectives to make that easier and to facilitate that. Um, and the second book um, I wrote was actually a children's book. And I didn't plan on writing a children's book either. I was sitting on a train. I love, I love riding trains. Oh my God, I'm such a typical European person. It's like a moving office. You have, you know, great view. You can work on your computer and it's just, you can drink wine and it's really like, oh, so yummy. And so I was sitting in the train and, and, you know, having some great food and great views. And then the story came to me. And I just wrote it, and that was the children's book, and it's called Who is Henry? And it's about a peacock, a peacock who has many different colors and who worries about not being like the other peacocks and uh, how wrong he is, and then he discovers something totally different. And then my third book is called Fairy Tale Family. It's, uh, it's a book about... Um, you know, how people struggle with family. That's such a big topic in our world, relationship and family. Holy moly. Um, and how people wish their families to be this picture perfect thing um, that, you know, where their family just go, oh, thank you for being you. Please be more of you. Or, you know, like these utopian ideals that people have. Or if I just change myself, you know, in all the ways I can imagine that maybe someday they will love me and see me and are grateful for me. And rather than seeing what is and, and having ease with how things are and not worrying about it and creating a family that works for you. So these are my three invitations and more books are coming because I can't help, you know, writing books on the go on planes or wherever. So um, all of these possibilities are out there and, and I'm, like now the podcast, holy moly, you know, I have no reference points how to do this thing. So um, I'm excited about feedback and, and how this is for you. And if this is an invitation and, you know, I always like to approach things the way that is fun for me, not the way I'm supposed to do it, not the way that is normal. So what if 
you know, you do things the way you do it and don't worry about how things are done. How does one do a radio show? You know, we have to talk a certain way and, uh, you know, no, just like, um, how would you approach the things you approach in your daily life and do it the way that is fun for you? Again, what if the purpose of life is having fun? And when you have fun, have you ever noticed things just like, you know, work? They just work out. You know, if you're happy and someone judges you, oh, you're such an idiot and you're happy, you don't worry about that. You don't worry about people judging you. You're just like, yeah, okay, you know, whatever, have fun judging me and uh, I'm going to be me anyway. And so <laughs> that's the invitation. Also, you might wonder why it says pragmatic psychology be the peacock. And that's exactly what I just talked about. It's actually a friend of mine who said to me, you got to be willing to be the peacock you are. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. I love when you say that. That's so, that just does something with me. But I didn't really get it until years later when I'm like, oh my God, that's so brilliant. Being the peacock actually means, you know, you're, you're allowing yourself to be so beautiful and so colorful and just walk through the world with your beauty, enjoying yourself, you know, and some people might go, wow, thank you for showing up. Thank you for being so beautiful. Wow. And they maybe are inspired because you're so beautiful. And maybe they go, oh, okay, because you're beautiful. I can be beautiful too. And some people go, oh gosh, how can she be so, you know, so out there, you know, and they may, might judge you for it. And a peacock you know, can you imagine a peacock walking through the world and somebody, some people go, wow, you're awesome. Thank you. And some people go, oh gosh, you know, so full of yourself. A peacock, they don't worry about that. They don't, you know, it just doesn't matter to them. They're like, yep, I'm a peacock. I am beautiful. That's what I am. You're welcome. It's on the house. And that's what you could be too. You could be that peacock who just is great, colorful, different, you know, who voices what they know, who trusts in themselves, and then doesn't worry about how people react or what their point of view is. And whatever their point of view is, contributes to them. So (laughs) be the peacock, be different, be you, and uh, inspire the world and have fun being you. (sighs) Gosh, I could talk and talk and talk, but I'm going to keep these podcasts short and juicy uh, because I know me. I love being inspired, but I'm not a long listener. So I'm grateful for this first episode. There's so much more. Looking forward to more insights, perspectives, Ah, life-changing possibilities um, and uh, you being more of you, you being more of the greatness and you embracing more of the weirdness you are. So welcome to the crazy weird, weird world of pragmatic psychology and I'm looking forward to our next time together. Mm-hmm. Bye. How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage, www.susannamittermeyer.com.